Hello and welcome to 2020 with the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and hopefully you've all had a great Christmas and a great new year. So we're back to our usual scheduling here at the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. So I'll be back into the routine of recording this on a weekly basis. You know, over the Christmas period and the New Year period, I pre-recorded a couple of episodes to make sure that this got to you because um, the studio that edits the podcast was closed over the Christmas period. Um, so we're going to be back to our usual schedule. So as most uh, long listeners will know, I record these podcasts on Sunday evenings, Monday mornings, and um, they, then they go to the editing team and they get released on Thursdays for you guys um, to listen to. So we're going to be back into that routine, which is going to be great. So like I say, hopefully everybody's had a great Christmas. They've had some time to unwind and relax. I know I certainly have. Um, it's been a, a great time for me to just chill out and relax and recover. I was um, a little bit ill before Christmas, as I mentioned on the podcast, my asthma had returned with a vengeance. I hadn't had asthma for seven or eight years or so. Um, I hadn't needed my inhalers. My asthma had kind of disappeared which was really good but it kind of came back with a vengeance I managed to get a throat infection on top so I was quite ropey so I'd been to the doctors a number of times they told me to stop running so I kind of had a good break over the Christmas period I had a whole host of chest x-rays done and blood tests done over the Christmas period so that made for an interesting time chest x-rays went uh, were all clear which was good really positive so that was really good uh the chest x-rays uh what was more interesting was i was impressed at how quick uh, they were able to take the x-rays i didn't have to wait weeks and weeks for appointments they uh my local hospital they operate like a drop-in session so you kind of pop in um say that your doctors uh, referred you for an x-ray they check to make sure that that's the case and then basically you take a, a number like a, i suppose a deli counter something like that you take a number you wait your turn they call you in you go in takes three four minutes to do the x-rays maybe maybe not even that long and bob's your uncle it's all sorted so that was uh, i was quite impressed with how uh, slick that worked um, i think the nhs gets a lot of bad press but that was actually pretty well run and, and really good and the positive outcome was there was nothing to worry about so that was really good so they, they think that it was just the throat infection had caused a blockage in my throat and had caused my asthma to react so i've been on a couple of different inhalers which seemed to have uh, sorted me out. So I'm back to, well, pretty much back to where I was, I think. So I had the all clear about two days ago from the doctors that I can go back to running, which I'm really pleased with. So I'm looking forward to getting out running again this year. Um, so I'll be out this week doing my first run of the year, which would be fantastic. Like I said, I had some blood work done as well. I had the blood work done privately through a private company. That was actually a really slick operation as well. Um, so basically they send you a little package in the post, um, a little blood taking kit. So you get a few little test tubes in there. You get the little thumb prick things. I'm not the thumb needle things that prick your finger so that you can get squeeze the blood out. Not sure what they're called, but they worked really well. They were fairly painful. I don't like blood or needles, so I get lightheaded and faint when I see blood, especially my own. So I, I didn't want to do that myself. So um, I, my dad had the joy of doing that and he enjoyed that far more than he should have done. He really enjoyed that. Um, but that was all good. The results kind of came back. They do quite a broad range. I used a company called Thriver or Thriver. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Thoroughly recommend them. They, they, did, they did a good job. They kind of send a, a good set of results back. They test for a wide range of stuff. That came back. That allowed me to make some tweaks to my diet and stuff as a result of the results. 
as a result of those um, test results that I got back. They did quite some detailed, so I, I take a few supplements now as well, just to, for a few weeks to try and uh, balance some of that stuff out as well. So that was really positive. So I'm looking, like I say, I'm looking forward to getting back into to running in the few weeks, uh, over the next few weeks. So that's going to be really positive. Over the Christmas period, I think I ate my body weight in mince pies. I'm hoping that everybody else has managed to have a good Christmas and New Year. Um, that you've enjoyed family, friends, food, quiet time, relaxing, exercising, whatever it is you chose to do. Hopefully you had a great time doing it. Like I say, I certainly did. It was a really nice time because I was told that I couldn't do my running. I just had time completely chilling out, which was really nice. So that was really positive for me. Just some time to relax unwind and kind of recover properly which uh, normally I wouldn't have had the time or space to do so it was kind of a lucky time of year for that to happen to me so that was good um so we're going to be getting back into it so looking forward what does the year look like I think we're going to have a phenomenal year here at the property entrepreneur podcast and I've got some cool and different things lined up for the year so uh, hopefully we're going to see some new stuff over the next few months and we're going to be going and doing some different things so hopefully that you'll you'll enjoy everything that we've got in store for you in the coming year in terms of my personal stuff uh, so like I said I'm going to be back running this week which is going to be really good I've got I'm going to run one evening this week it's going to be my first run it's going to be a short run just to warm myself back up at the weekend I've got my first official event of the year it's only a five kilometer race um, so it's not a park run it's a tough runner race it's actually a canicross race uh, which is an event with dogs so um, you take your dog along and uh, uh, race five kilometers with your dog so that's got the uh, potential to be chaotic with 50 to 100 dogs and their owners running around um, in the forest in uh, South Wales so that's going to be good really good fun hopefully and because it's such a short race uh, it's only 5k hopefully that should be all right with just one prep run I've not run for about a month month and a half now so 5k should be doable straight off the bat so hopefully that won't be I won't be suffering too much afterwards um, so I've got that to look forward to I've got a few races between now and the summer uh, a few short ones booked in I'm going to book a few longer ones in I need to steadily up, up my mileage between now and July because I've got my 100 kilometer peak district ultra challenge in July I'm pretty sure it's in July, uh, so I've got that to build up to. And then once we've done that, we're going to be building until February the next year. So February 2021, I've got the Mongol 100. Um, I've just booked that in, so that's running 100 kilo- uh, 100 miles over a frozen lake in um, outer Mongolia, northern Mongolia. Uh, it's a really remote part of the uh, country, so that's going to be really good fun, um, a really interesting, really great experience. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to be building up throughout the year up until February next year when we're going to do that so that's kind of my health and fitness goals for the next year Um, I'm going to be focusing on doing that and staying healthy at the same time so if my asthma creeps back again I'm going to be straight down the doctors to get that checked up and make sure that we're doing the right stuff so that um, I'm not impacted too much by that so that's um, one of my biggest goals for the next year so what are your goals? Have you started thinking about what your goals are for the new year? Um, hopefully um, over the Christmas time, a new year period, you've been able to have a think about what those goals look like for next year. Maybe they're the same goals as last year. Uh, maybe they're just a bigger version of the goals last year. Maybe you had a goal of earning £50,000. Maybe this year you're going to up it to 75000 or 100000 
maybe last year your goal was 100,000 and you're upping it this year to a quarter of a mil, whatever it is, like I say, it's an increased version of last year's. Maybe you didn't have any goals last year written down or you didn't kind of have a, a strong sense of where you were aiming for. This is the year to get that kind of ironed out, smoothed over, get those goals written down. I always find that it's a massive help to have goals written down. I find it massively helps me personally when I've got them written down. I've actually got them. Uh, I have my goals written down on a cork notice board in front of my desk. So where I'm, I'm recording the podcast now at my desk, I kind of got uh, my microphone and the recording kit set up on the edge of my desk and the, the shelf next to my desk, the kit's on that and the microphone's on the desk. And um, in front of my desk, up on the wall, I've got a big cork notice board. I can't actually remember when I acquired this notice board. I'm not even sure where it came from. I must have bought it years and years ago. It's been there as long as I can remember. And when I was in my previous house, it was there as well. So I can't remember where it's actually come from. It's a massive board. That's got to be A1 maybe, A0. I'm not sure. It's a big, big old notice board up on the wall. And basically on the bottom half of it, I use to, uh, for two things. So I've got my goals on one side, um, which is really good. So I've kind of got um, my three or four big goals um, written down there with little pictures associated with those goals as well. On the right-hand side, um, which is empty at the moment, I've taken everything down off la- from last year. I use that as an area of when I achieve something uh, something major towards those goals, or indeed one of those goals themselves, I put that up on the notice board to remind me of what I've achieved so far and how far I've come throughout the year. So as I'm going throughout the year, I kind of add to that corner on the notice board, um, which works really well for me personally. I th- It really kind of boosts that positivity when I'm feeling demotivated it's good to look at it and say oh I've already achieved that just keep going and I can achieve those other goals um so that really works for me so like I say on the left hand side I've got the objectives on the right hand side I've got the achievements on the top corner I use for my vision board or um part of a vision board up there so I've got those things that I really want to achieve and that's not tied to this year they're kind of major things that I want to achieve throughout my lifetime and I, I find that again is a real positive thing to be looking at on a regular basis because it helps me re- remember that those goals and objectives those targets that I've got down on the bottom half of the notice board I'm working towards these things on the top half of the notice board so for example about a year and a half ago maybe a bit longer I put up a picture of the frozen lake in Mongolia that I'd seen this challenge on. So I was really keen on doing that at some point. So I've got a picture of that up there and I've actually now booked that trip for 2021. So I've managed to get to that point. So I've managed to move it from like a vision or I've not moved it yet, but in 2021 I will have done. And it's about attracting those things to you. I believe in the law of attraction. And I think if you look at those things on a regular basis, you're more likely to achieve them. I know that that kind of works for me because it reminds me why I'm doing what I'm doing if I need that. So I tend to look at it every day when I'm sat at my desk anyway. But if I ever get to a point where I'm feeling demotivated, I'm feeling a bit down and I'm like, oh, why am I doing that? Well, why am I doing this? I stop what I'm doing. I head to my desk if I'm not already at my desk and I just spend five minutes looking at it and thinking this this is why I'm doing it. This is all the stuff that I want to be able to achieve and those goals and those targets are helping me achieve that and those actions that I'm taking are helping me achieve those goals and targets. So that really works for me. So 
use that if you need something to help you out. I thoroughly recommend it, if, even if you're not going to put it on a big notice board like that. I know a lot of people don't have the space to do that or that other half to buy in to do that. So feel free to do something that works for you. Seeing those goals on a regular basis really helps me. So even if you just have them written down on your bedside table or maybe blue tack to the bathroom mirror. I know some people who keep little laminated cards with their targets and objectives on in their wallets and purses. Or um, I've got a friend who actually keeps the same thing, a little laminated card with them written on on his um, sun visor in the car. So every time he's in the car, um, he sees his goals and objectives written down and he takes a minute to look at them before he sets off on each of his journeys in the car. So use whatever method works for you, but I find that it really helps seeing those goals and objectives on a regular basis, and it really just helps focus the mind and get you back on track when you're feeling a little bit demotivated, which I think is going to be awesome. So what if you're struggling to come up with your goals or you think I've not really got any in it and that's completely fine you don't have to have loads and loads of goals in fact I highly recommend not having loads and loads of goals I think I find the optimum number for me is four or five any more than that and I'm really struggling to keep track of what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and I'm kind of spreading myself too thin so although I'm doing stuff I'm not really getting the traction that I want because I've just spread myself too thin I'm doing too much stuff at once and I'm not really getting that progress that I want to see and the way my mind works if I'm not making kind of progress I get demotivated demotivated a lot quicker so the way my mind works I need to be able to achieve something to be able to keep going so you know we've talked on the podcast before about the infrastructure for success and I think it's important that you set yourself up for success so do really do what works for you Um, this is just what works for me but if you try things and it works for you then stick with that don't change it but this is just some ideas for if you're stuck or you've not not got an idea or you've not got any ideas of what's going to work for you you can just try these things out and take the bits that work for you don't stick with everything I say if you're trying everything if it doesn't work get rid of it and try something else completely different if if and hopefully you'll find something that works for you so get those goals written down and like we say don't have too many goals I think that's another key thing and if you're struggling to come up with those goals and objectives take a plain piece of paper out sit down and take half an hour or so and just think about all the things you want to do and like I say don't time bound it to this year and it doesn't even have to be what people would call realistic maybe you're um, a school teacher earning £25,000 a year at the moment and you want to be able to earn a million pounds write that uh, per year write that down on a piece of paper and then we can design the actions and the targets that are going to get you there because you you may want decide that the right way to get there because obviously there's a whole host of ways to get to that target but it's about finding the right way for yourself that might be starting your own business it might be changing careers and doing something else it might be a mixture of the both but there's going to be a way of doing that but you need to write that down so write everything down whether that's your health and fitness goals, whether it's your business goals, whether it's wealth goals, whether that's family and friendships and relationship goals, write them all down on a piece of paper and hopefully at the end of half an hour or so, you'll have a whole list of things written down. You know, you may have 40 or 50 things, maybe even more 
of stuff written down. If you're still struggling, sit down with a family member. Maybe you've got a partner you can sit down with. Maybe you've got some friends you can sit down with and do this kind of as a joint exercise. Maybe you've got um, some parents or some close family members or some really good people that you work with maybe that you can sit down and do this exercise with to give you some ideas because everybody's got their own goals so don't don't kind of steal everybody else's goals if those aren't things that you want to do you know if you sit down with a group of friends maybe you sit down with four or five friends to do this exercise and all of them have health and fitness goals that doesn't mean to say that you've got to have health and fitness goals as well if you want to be focused on your relationships and your family and your friends that's your focus so do what works for you don't feel that you've got to copy everybody else or do what everybody else is doing stick with what's going to work for you and what you what you want to do what you want to achieve throughout the year i think that's really important it can be easy to get swayed into doing things that other people are doing so try not to do that try and do what uh, write down what you want to do once you've got all those written down so whether you've done that by yourself sat down for half an hour or whether you've done it with other people once you've got your list what you kind of want to do is group those together in uh, whatever way you possibly can so maybe it's by the categories that i just said maybe you group all the health and fitness goals together maybe you group all the material things together so maybe you said you wanted a new car or maybe you wanted to go on a certain holiday pop those all together maybe you had some you wanted to spend more time with your kids or or with friends whatever that may be group all those kind of ones together what we're trying to do those you don't have to use those categories this is just a suggestion that's what i use so aim here is to just group them together so that you can come up with some master objectives that are going to help you achieve a number of those other things so that's the next step then is looking and seeing what those groups look like which are the most important ones in that group so are there some things that you can achieve that are going to be the lever to or lever to help you achieve a load of other stuff so are there some real critical activities that you can do there's some critical targets that you need to achieve before you can achieve the other stuff those become the critical tasks and objectives that you focus on for the first part of the year or for the rest of the year depending on how long it's going to take you to get there maybe you decide so to take a, a frequent one that i hear is the uh, kind of wealth one you know maybe you're like i say you're a teacher and in 25k and you want to be able to uh, buy a new car go on holiday and you've got a whole host of other stuff on there as well so you need to raise your salary. So to be able to afford that stuff, you need to raise your salary to 35k. Say I'm just making up numbers. Um, this isn't based on anything. Um, so don't get hooked on the numbers that I'm saying. I'm just making these up as I go along. Use the numbers that work for you. So maybe you need to get up to 35k, say. So to earn 35k a year is going to enable all that other stuff to happen so that should be one of your main goals that you have written down on your notice board or in your car or wherever it is and um, definitely have it written down because that's going to help you out and that should be one of your main ones because it's going to enable a whole load of other stuff now one of the very first episodes it might have even been the very first episode of the property entrepreneur podcast we talked about goal setting and the three levels of goals and targets so if you need to refer back to that episode have a listen and go through that to help you actually write goals and targets down because that's going to help you massively if they're written right um, but we're just talking about goals in general getting goals down and using those to your best advantage today because i think that's really going to help it really helps me um like i say 
Because once you've got those main critical goals from your groups then written down, that's what you can then focus on and you know you're not being pulled in multiple directions. You've got those three or four things that you're really focusing on. Everything else takes a side seat, uh, a back seat, until you've achieved those main goals and targets. So that's how I kind of come up with my list of things that I'm going to be working on for this year. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't change those goals throughout the year as we go along. They can certainly be changed, so don't worry about that. Don't procrastinate because you think, oh, well, what if I change my mind halfway through the year? That's fine. We can change them halfway through the year. We can change them a quarter of the way through the year. It doesn't matter. You know, life happens and, you know, maybe one of your goals um, was li- like me to run a marathon or run a certain distance, but um, something happens, you know, your kids start school and they've joined after school clubs and they need more running around to different places than you thought so you just don't have the time that's not a problem that can become deprioritized keep it on a list somewhere so you can come back to it in the future if you want to Um, but just reprioritize that list as you go throughout the year and don't penalize yourself or get stressed out about that because that can be changed throughout the year so don't worry about that aspect of it all we're doing today is getting it written down getting those goals and objectives written down So that's all I'm going to talk about today. I think um, that's probably enough for one episode. Like I say, it really helps me to have my goals and objectives written down. One of the extra, one of the additional things I will say is that the reason why um, I like, or one of the main reasons that I like having it written down, not only is it kind of focus my attention and focus um, the activities that I need to do. It brings that attention to those activities I need to do to achieve that stuff. What it also does is when I become demotivated and demoralized, which inevitably happens, you know, we can't be uh, motivated 100% of the time. You know, it gives me something to come back to, to look at, to remind me of why I'm doing the stuff that I'm doing. You know, so I might be having a stressful day. um, Everything's going wrong. um, I've kind of had enough of everything. What I'll do I'll take five minutes, I'll come down, sit at my desk if I'm not already at my desk, and I'll just look at uh, my objectives, I'll look at my vision board, and just spend five minutes looking at that stuff to remind me and put myself back in a positive space, and that's usually all it takes to kind of refresh me and get me back on track and kind of get me out of that mental funk, if you will, um, because it's easy to become demotivated sometimes. You know, like I said, nobody's perfect, nobody can stay motivated 100%, that's now impossible. So having those objectives there in front of me helps me just bring me back to my center, bring me back uh, to focus on what I need to focus on. Um, So if I'm stressed, if like I say, if several things are going wrong, it helps me prioritize stuff as well because I say, right, is this helping to me towards those top three goals? No, let's get rid of it as an activity. Why am I doing it if it's not helping me towards those goals? Yes, it is helping me towards my goals. Right, okay, let's prioritize that and look at the other ones and see if all the activities that I'm stressing about are not related to any of my priorities or objectives on that board, then I get rid of the whole lot. And how refreshing is that to be able to get rid of them and realize that actually, I don't know why I was focusing on those in the first place. They're not important to me. Stop stressing about it. You can't get everything right all the time. Leave that and let's focus my mind and my attention on something that I know is going to help me achieve my goals and targets. So hopefully that's helped. What we'll do next week is we'll be talking about focusing on the process and not the goals too much because that can be negative. It's good to have those goals there, but we've got to enjoy the journey and enjoy the process as well. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So hopefully you all, all you guys can have a phenomenal week. 
get back into the new year, kick it off with a bang if we can. Let's get those goals and objectives written down and I shall talk to you next week. Thank you all for listening. See you next week. <laughs>